It's John Bozica, 10 until noon, Monday through Friday. Here on 1480 WHBC. John Bozica, 1480 WHBC. Welcome back into the program here. You know, we've had this discussion before uh, with a couple of different people here on the show, and uh, we've had this discussion before with this gentleman who's on the program with us right now, and that is, uh, of course, uh, this morning, State Representative Adam Miller, who's joining us. And uh, State Representative, how are you this morning? Uh, Good morning, John. Uh, Good morning, everyone. Beautiful, bright, sunny Ohio day. Glad to be with you and looking forward to a great week. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's good to have you on here and it's it's good to be able to talk to you about this issue. And that is uh, the death penalty. Um, as I said, something that you and I have covered before, something that you and I have um, had chats about before. And uh, we've we've tried to find correct answers to it. And I feel like it's always a difficult thing to discuss because there's always going to be people that are um, still for the death penalty. But I, I guess I wanted to know kind of where this is at, as I know that you've been trying to abolish yep. it here in Ohio. Uh, my joint sponsor and I in the House and uh, Senator Antonio and uh, Senator Yuko in the Senate, we're making progress. We do feel like we have a consensus for action this fall. Now, we have had some interesting developments this summer. I, I know you you and your listeners have heard some shoes have dropped in the $100 million corruption case. Uh, ironically, that will make it easier for us to get something done for the good of Ohioans. Everyone wants to do something that we can look back and say, hey, we, we've made Ohio better, we made Ohio safer. Eliminating the death penalty does a couple things. It creates efficiency in the charging process. You're still going to see folks charged with first and second degree homicide. You're going to see folks charged with conspiracy to commit. You are going to see the same number of cases but you will not see the re-victimization of folks when we get through these endless appeals. So I know it's Monday morning, right? It's almost like you've been on vacation for a few weeks. I know a lot of our my friends have been on vacation. We're getting back to the office today. So if I could just crunch some numbers, the Ohio Innocence Project has said we know we have 33 people wrongly convicted, possibly three times that many on death row. Totally unacceptable. Mm. The amount of money, resources, time, $30 million per case, wrongly convicted. We've got to do better. And frankly, as we come out of this pandemic, John, let's focus on rehabilitation. Let's focus on getting these cases adjudicated quickly. And believe me, for those who are found guilty of first and second degree homicide, you're going to be incarcerated for life. You will not have possibility of parole. I hope that judges will follow the strict sentencing guidelines that we have in our state. So I think there's a misperception that elimination means clemency, and it is the opposite. Uh, life without parole is a very, very difficult sentence, particularly as we look at ways to uh, create a very, very austere environment for those folks who need uh, the hands-on services uh, to get to a place of contrition and remorse. So when it comes to the death penalty, when it comes to abolishing it, and, and this is the biggest thing I always hear is that 
if you're going to abolish it, you still have to have, you know, an incentive so that people don't try to become repeat offenders uh, or don't try to, you know, get back out on the street and do something or make life in prison a thing. What what do you say to those people to That's make right. sure that, you know, to make sure that, that those things don't happen, state representative? Because I know there are people that are worried about that. Absolutely. Uh, safe streets, safe schools, safe neighborhoods. That's really, really important for your listeners. That's one of the number one issues, if not the number one issue here on the west side and south side of Columbus, where I live. Look, we found this in the military. When we created clarity in sentencing, and we looked at ways to adjudicate cases on expedited docket. We got the assets necessary to prosecute cases effectively. So folks don't wait three years, four years, five years for cases to get adjudicated. That's, that's the worst thing. And the testimony that we've heard in committee has been really compelling from the victims. This isn't going to bring my family member back. But getting this process done fairly, equitably, and knowing that there is a very, very little chance, almost no chance for parole for the most heinous offenders, for child offenders, that gives some peace to the family. And, and frankly, for those who are concerned about the over-incarceration of folks, you know, there are some pretty lawful statistics that talk about the number of folks who are incarcerated, the number of folks wrongly convicted, cases where evidence is withheld from the defense. You know, there are things we can do up front to create a more a more effective pathway to justice. And, and we we need to do that. Yeah. No, and 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 again, I mean it, it comes down to not just the really what it comes down to is not just the system of of the death penalty, but it really comes down to the law system as a whole making sure that it gets things right, isn't it, State? Representative, I mean, isn't that absolutely? Really, yeah, the rule of law has to be the same for everyone. It has to be equal justice for everyone, and we can't have. I'm working on a bipartisan piece of legislation with one of your members from uh, just up the road there in Porch County to expand protections for garden and items and consequences because we found that there are these dockets, hundreds of kids, thousands of kids just up the road with no appointed guardian, no one to determine the best interest of the child. And we are not going to incarcerate ourselves out of this criminal justice issue. We need to be putting these resources into positive programs. You know, kids that have something to do in the summer, kids that are connected to a teacher, kids that are involved in extracurricular activities, do not do stupid things. They, they don't get in trouble. They don't re reoffend. So, this is all part of a justice movement to focus on the person, support the family, put the money in human services, not $50, 60000000 million per case, knowing that evidence and other issues, we might have gotten it wrong. So I want to work on the pipeline and focus on families. Well, and there has to be a want to do that. And, and I feel like for so many years, maybe there hasn't been that want as state representative Adam Miller is my guest here, and you know sometimes it takes a couple of wrongful convictions and and things like yep. that to see that that's needed, doesn't it? Well, and we had the the individual who was in solitary confinement for fourteen years it was on the radio last week, it, and these are you know these are folks who get picked up for uh, minor traffic infractions, minor traffic infractions, and then there's an issue. 
this mental health issue that's not addressed. They get written up in jail, and it goes from one thing to another. And I'll tell you, uh, let me make a really clear point here. I, I am hats off to the folks, the CEOs who've been working in corrections for the last two years with low wages, long triple shifts. Uh, some folks gotten really, really sick with COVID and are just now recovering. I am 100% behind improved wages, improved working conditions for these folks. And they will tell you, you're not going to supermax our way out of this. We got to focus on preventing crime. We got to focus on family supports and getting rid of the death penalty. If we can do one thing, this GA, focus on something positive for Ohio's families so we can focus on reconciliation, recovery supports, behavioral health, and, you know, Let's beat the opiate epidemic. That would be a better state for everybody. So that's why I'm working on this. State Representative and Adam Miller, I appreciate the time this morning, sir, and uh, I look forward to the next time that we get to do this, all right? Hey, John, uh, thanks to you and uh, Representative West uh, for the invitation. Uh, You guys always treat me like family up there in Stark County, and we'll see you again next time. Thanks very much. Absolutely. We do our best. Have a good one, sir. Thanks, guys.